Welcome to minute 39 of the Godfather minute. minute. My name is Alex Robinson. And I'm bloody Don Corleone. <laughs> you think it'd be different if the Corleones were British instead of Italian? Oh, yeah. You think so? Oh, yeah. Mm. They'd be exporting tea instead of olive oil. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if their criminal enterprise would be any different. Hmm. What do you think? Uh, I think they would be repressing Americans' right to vote. That's what I think, like, you know, no taxation without representation and all that stuff like that. Well, you came to this country (laughs) expecting to have the laws respected, having your your voice represented in Congress. But but being taxed and not having a voice is not justice. (laughs) It's always better to have your friends overestimate their tax and have your friends, no, your enemies over. Anyway, you know what I mean. You sound like my tax accountant. You sound like Pop now. (laughs) Um, we're talking about minute third. Oh, anyway, did we say my? I'm Alex Robinson. Did we say that part? Yeah, already? we say. Yeah, you okay, said that. you can say it again. I got distracted by my excellent accent work at the <laughs> beginning of the show. We're talking about minute thirty-nine of The Godfather Part Two. That's right. Alex, repeat after me. A minuto. A minuto. Numero. Numero. Trentanove. Trentanove. That's a, that's an easy one. It's an remember. easy one. Nove is nine. You got it. Uh, well, uh, we're back in Mikey's office again. I feel like most of this movie takes place. In Mikey's office, yeah. So far. Um, Tom, the consigliere, sits down. Is he? He's still the consig- is he still the consigliere? I guess so. Or is he just legal? I mean, does he even is there even a consigliere anymore? Considering they're Michael's trying to go legitimate, he might say there is no there is no consigliere anymore. Now I just have a council of executives. Mm, there you go. <laughs> I mean, what lawyers? Um, I think he is the conciliary because very soon he says he call. He, well, I don't want to spoil next minute. Okay, uh, Tom sits down with his downbeat Don, and, and Mikey tells him that he is the only one he can truly trust, mm. and um, that he's his brother. Yeah, his brother. Uh, while I was preparing for this minute, I checked out GF uh, one minute thirty nine of Godfather one. I did too. And uh, oh man, it was so great seeing Marlon Brando again. Yeah. It's, it's the one minute where Sonny uh, blurts out uh, about the, the Turks deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if I noticed this the first time around, but um, Don Corleone's when he says uh, that the Talia's will guarantee your investment, mm-hmm. and then uh, before as Sonny before Sonny speaks, the Don does start to say, "Oh no." You know, I don't, I don't like he he does start just to refuse the don, the the yeah. offer, and then when, mm-hmm. when Sonny jumps in, so yeah. it's a great minute. And but, and uh, Don Corleone's great line at the beginning of that minute was, uh, "It makes no difference <laughs> to me how a man makes a living, but your business is a, a little dangerous." <laughs> it's great, yeah. <laughs> um, well, so here's I have a question. Yeah, we're uh, so desperate. We're talking about Godfather one minute thirty nine. <laughs> well, I have something even more desperate to talk about. Okay, which is uh, and this is could be very personal. Um, it's just business, though. Don't take it personal. All right. Um, Robert Duvall's hair. Mm-hmm. He, um, as as we all know, he clearly started balding at an early age because mm-hmm. pretty much the whole time he's been an actor, he's you know he's he's his hair has been thinning at least. Yeah. And um, 
So, um, but he has the kind of balding that um, that he, that I and also full disclosure, we both are have, mm-hmm. seem to have it from our family line, which is the like thinning on the top, but you still have the side. Yeah. Well, what's what's what are the other kinds of balding? Well, there's like you do the Phil Collins, where you have the point and the you know the, the oh, things go back on the yeah. side. You can have mm. it look. You could have it look full on the front, but that it's slowly growing out from the back. Mm. So you know different mm. different variations. I think mine started that way. Um, so well, so the question is, what do you do when you have hair like that? Because if you look at Tom's hair here, oh my gosh, you are desperate. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> you mean what does Tom do about it, or what do men in general? What sh- is what the best? Do? What do you? What is the best look if you have that thinning hair cut? in 1960 as any, a at lawyer? Any point, at any point, because Tom's Tom's clearly of the mind of like if I if I just grew, like I, mean, I would wear it as if I had a full head of hair. It's just thinner on the mm-hmm. top. Yeah, and I think sometimes that you can trick yourself into thinking it looks better than it does because you only see yourself from the front, and you yeah. s- you see like that little crop of hair in the front, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, it, mm-hmm. my hair looks thicker than yeah. it is. Um, yeah, it's a good question. I, I don't know. I'm not a good judge of style. You're asking the wrong dude. That's what I'm trying to say. Because well, you and I both cl- keep a close cropped hair hairdo. Mm-hmm. Um, although, despite even though in our younger years we both flirted with having longer hair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, my wife cuts my hair, so I really leave it up to her to cut it to the length that looks good. Mm-hmm. Does she just? Does she actually like? get scissors and cut yeah, it or does yeah. she just take the clippers and no go, she starts with clippers and she gets scissors and oh. yeah, it takes like four or five hours four or five hours <laughs> no no it probably <laughs> takes about half an hour she uses really small scissors <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry she uses tweezers and plucks out the hairs mm. that's why it takes so long yeah. ouch no, it takes about 30 minutes but yeah i i personally like a close cut these days because i just hate dealing with hair yeah it's uh if i never had to get my hair cut it it would be a better world if I never had to shave. It would be a better world if I never had to pick out clothing. Alex it would be a better world. Have you thought about doing the kind of thing where you just wear the same outfit, not the literally the same clothes, but you like you pick out one outfit and you're like, "That's it. I'm going to wear that all the time." Einstein style. Yeah, Einstein style. Was it mm-hmm. Einstein or Tom Edison? <laughs> well, I feel like back Maybe, then that yeah. they were the only thing people had were like sepia suits. <laughs> <laughs> they actually had very different. They had a wide variety of costumes and suits and stuff. Just we only see the black and white pictures. <laughs> yeah, like brown and white, not even black and white. Sepia. So. <laughs> ah, uh, E equals MC. <laughs> MC, I wear the sepia suit today. <laughs> he was on the verge of it. <laughs> um, or no, it would be. I think I've I've done it. E equals MC, MC. No, not that. Not the red suit. The blue suit. That was the original Einstein. Oh, wow. Who didn't figure it out because he was always had to oh, divert see. brain power to dumb decisions. He's never his mind on his work. He was always he was always a uh, like a fashion. fashion Alex, player. I even went this far. What? At one point, I said that if I could choose to not even eat or just take a pill mm-hmm. and not have to take the time to eat and do all that, yeah. I would do it. What I would give you, up the experience of eating to get that time back. What are you doing in your time that you are so, that you are like, 
I want to streamline everything like as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a way, it makes sense because Einstein's Einstein. Like, it, the more horsepower you can do to <laughs> his brain, like, it's better for everyone, I guess. What, but. Are, you, what are you trying to say? <laughs> what, what, what are you saying? <laughs> Maybe I'm an Einstein, but I haven't been able to reveal it because I'm too busy eating too and brushing pooping, and shaving, eating, pooping, and all the dancing, things. singing. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could Horses. eat, if you could just eat, like, now we're getting to who is the real Andy Robinson. <laughs> Is the real Real Andy Robinson So like if you could just eat a flavored paste every day <laughs> you would just eat that. That that no, was even that's perfectly balanced. I don't so even want it flavored. Your body but but your body would be use every single element of it so you would never have to poop oh now you're talking about streamlining it. yeah yes. it's the perfect food I where there's it. no part of it that oh, is waste it's entirely no waste. it's entirely um, i love it consumed by the is bottom is that possible I, I know it's not developed now but is it truly possible to eat just enough to not defecate that's the you know what we'll, <laughs> we'll ask uh, we'll, we'll answer, answer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, talk about garbage fail kids. <laughs> so this is the first real Tom so, scene we get. In the well, movie. Yeah, let's get back okay. to Tom's hair. Okay, I feel yes. like we need some closure yeah. on that. Yes. I can't answer the question. <laughs> well, I'm glad we wrapped it up, though. Glad but we I want to put a button wanna, on that. But I do want to point out that Don, uh, Don, Tom is in his, his nightgown, right? His robe. Yeah. He's clearly sleeping through the whole machine gun attack and the dogs. Well, or he wants you to think he was sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> I was sleeping, not now, but maybe 15 <laughs> minutes from now. And Alex, uh, I thought of a good uh, name for him. What? He's the Consleepieri. <laughs> I like that's it. what Michael should say to him in the scene to bust his chops Tom I'm, I'm, we're here we're all awake trying to figure out who tried to kill us and look at you the consleepieri <laughs> everyone all laughs uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> nice one boss yeah. well um, Mikey why do you hurt me like that doesn't he say that in another scene I think later on when he oh, when he yeah. says the thing about his mistress, his mistress in Las yeah. Vegas, you know, mm-hmm. I it never, I never, Tom, I know, Tom, Tom, you're out. What do you mean, Mike? No, I mean you're knocked out asleep. We tried to wake you. We fired a machine gun off right next to your face. You're the comatose consigliere. <laughs> you're actually not balding. We just we took a razor to your hair when you were sleeping. You didn't even wake up. We've been doing that for forty years. So, um. Here's a what if for well okay wait, no, I'll save this for later on. Okay, it's a what if about this minute, but right. um, so Tom comes in. Tom comes in. Mm-hmm. And Mikey has a heart to heart with him. He starts and he says he knows in the past he's been he's he's kept secrets from him and mm-hmm. he's in the past that has hurt Tom has been hurt by that we saw that in GF one when he's like maybe I can help I guess that was in this scene in the scene this scene too we did, in this movie we did see him try to help and Tom being like Tom only handles certain unimportant family business areas of the family with notaries things like that yeah like the bar mitzvahs the, <laughs> the, the order list in the lobby he gets need, takeout for us you need someone to pick up somebody at the airport 
Um, send Tom to the airport to pick someone up. Send Tom to take care of this notary. I want respect. Send Tom to kill some movie producer's horse. Send Tom. To- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, who do you think is the most satisfied with their position in the in the Corleone organization? Who's still alive? Well, at any, any given time. point in the movie, who is the most like? You know what? I'm exactly happy where I am. Mm, wow, great question. Or is that not mm. some? Is is the gangster's lifestyle such where you can never have that feeling because you always have to be not just aware of other rival gangsters, but you have to yeah. be aware of guys from the bottom who yeah. want your job? Yeah, my best guess would be Don Vito, original Don Vito Corleone. But even then, he didn't want. Like, I didn't want this for you, Michael. I wanted mm-hmm. you to be the governor. So like he he was probably content with his position, but even he was not satisfied yeah. with the work he had done. I don't know. Is anyone? Uh, is anyone really no, happy? I mean, Paulie's trying to make moves. Everybody's maybe Clemenza. Hmm. Clemenza probably had opportunities to defect and betray, but um, although he did want to leave once Mikey took over. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Yeah, maybe when he had his heart attack, that's when he realized oh, I was I was happy all along. <laughs> <laughs> it's the little things in life, like the cannolis. Yeah. <laughs> um. So so yeah. So Tom. Yeah. So Mikey's explaining that um he, Tom Tom has been hurt in the past. Yeah. Because he's kept him secret, but there was a reasoning behind Mikey's mm-hmm. thing, which is that uh, it's actually because he admires him and he loves him. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was a strange, like, strange rationalization for it. It's kind of business. Like, he's sitting down to talk business, but it's very personal. Yeah. He's definitely crossing the streams. Well, I did a little bit of research, because this always, this this part of the movie and beyond The really relationship between Tom me. and Mikey. Tom, yeah. Mikey, who's, how does Mikey figure out who's trying to kill him, if, mm-hmm. who's betraying him, what is Mikey thinking this whole time? So I did a little bit of Dick Tracy. Sorry, Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> we talked about this about two years ago. <laughs> and uh, do, do we... I'm wondering, is it this minute or next minute do we talk about why Mikey has kept Tom out of the loop? What do you think? Well, he says, he says, it's it's because I admire you and I love you. Well, that's not the real, I mean, yes, that's true, but there's a very calculated business reason that I learned and it was a real breakthrough for me. Like, oh, of course, that's why he kept, cut Tom out. Well, now I'm so tempted to find out why, but I don't want to. I don't want to steal from our future minute. So I'll leave it up to you to decide whether you want to tease that for for next week or for. Uh, since I don't know what you're going to say, I can't say. Oh yeah, that applies to this week. So. You know what? I think it does apply to this week. All right, there's, I'll a, allow there's it. a big you know bomb drop next minute. Yeah, with what Mikey's what Mikey's action is, what he mm-hmm. tells Tom. But I think I could share it this minute. So what you got? Mikey knows now that. One, someone's trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. And two, he's pretty sure that there's a traitor inside the family. Mm-hmm. Someone in his close world. Mm-hmm. The reason he kept Tom out all this time is because it insulated Tom. If Tom, if people knew that Tom was out, like he was, not mm-hmm. involved in the close personal business. And Mikey was very vocal about it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, Tom only handles certain parts of the family business. Then Tom mm-hmm. would be less susceptible to corruption. 
by other people who were trying to betray Michael. So, meaning that, like, someone who wanted to betray Mikey would be like, well, Tom's unimportant? Or, like, like, we can't approach Tom because Tom does not have the influence he once did. Therefore, let's find somebody, let's try to find somebody else. Therefore, Mikey could always know, would always know he could trust Tom. But, I mean, when it comes to, like, providing the layout of the house where Mikey and leaving the curtains open that there's nothing Tom could have just as easily done that yeah but it's I don't it's think like Fredo has a lot of I don't inside think, information but I don't think the betrayal is as simple as opening the curtains mm-hmm. it's a probably much more like inside information what's going on like who's been around who's been who's he been talking to like what's Frank Pantangeli's attitude been but I would think I would also think that by pushing Tom out, by isolating Tom, mm-hmm. you're if anything making it more likely that Tom would betray you because you'd be mad and upset that he was kicked out of the family for no reason. For what he sees yeah, as no reason. Maybe, but yeah, he probably hedged his bet and think Tom would like that that in itself would not be enough to push Tom. Tom doesn't have that level of ambition. Why He's not a mob. Why not a mob? Tell Tom this. Why couldn't he say, Tom, listen, for the sake of appearances, I'm going to be shutting you out but I just want you to know this is just so that uh, you know maybe that's just my goal trust Tom <laughs> well I <laughs> mean, I mean just that, never that's pops oh that's pops uh, lesson in the corresponding minute 39 Godfather 1 is, is my children talk when they should listen so there, there's really no very important reason to tell Tom about that because I believe Mikey did not think that Tom would betray him um, be, just because Mikey cut him out of the inner circle for that period of time. Pretty short period of time. Well, um, well I'm not sure. You disagree? Well, because um, I I, I, I kind of like it, but it seems like the exact same reasons that... Um, Again, that that Fredo is it just because Tom doesn't have the neediness that Fredo does? Like because Fredo says there was something in it for me. Yeah. So yeah. isn't that kind of like what Tom? I guess it's just different degrees. Tom's not yeah. like desperate. He's not a mobster. He's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, just don't, I just don't see Vegas. him. What's that? He's got a mistress in Las Vegas. I mean, he's doing really well. He's very mm-hmm. loyal. Pop was a, like a father to him. See, Fredo really believed that he was it was up. all going to go well. Like they said, oh, if I could help the deal, yeah. like it would be good for the family and there'd be something yeah. for me. Tom would never believe that. Yeah. And so the only reason Tom would do it is if he truly were that ambitious and Mikey knew that he had a good position and, and he would not take that step. Does Mikey see that as weakness? You mean Tom not being... Like Tom not having ambitions? Is he, does he kind of... It's just, is someone in yeah. Mikey's position kind of like have like not respect someone who is who is kind of um, I don't know. It's an interesting um, yeah. Um, because Pop. Well, I don't want to get into the next minute. I okay, think the next minute there yeah. it gets a little bit more into that. Right, but I I think that's the real. There, there were some things online that suggested that's why Mikey kept Tom out of the loop. Okay, I can't think of any other reason why, and I don't think it's revealed later. Um. Yeah, I wonder. It's, it never made sense to me. Um, well, we'll we'll keep it on in mind as we yeah, move yeah, forward. Yeah, we'll keep in mind. Well, what else you got? I got a few things. 
Well, I, well, well, this brings me actually to the what if I was going to say, oh, which yeah. is yeah. what if instead of Fredo being the traitor, Tom was the oh. traitor. Like, no, Tom wouldn't have been the traitor. <laughs> <laughs> well, because if you remember, wow. the original one of the original scripts for GF three was a war between Tom and yeah. Michael for control yeah. of the, of oh, the that's crazy. Of the family. So, yeah. um, wow. So, how um, would it have been done? Yeah. Or, uh, hmm. It would have been harder that Tom is out, right? So do you think Tom doesn't know like Mikey's comings and go like what is his role? I guess you know, if he doesn't does he not know Tom's uh, Mikey's comings and goings? Does he not not know he's making I mean, deals with Roth? I don't think how much Tom, does he know anything about it? I mean, he I mean, excused Tom from the room when Johnny Ola came in, and that's yeah. when Johnny Ola delivered the message. Yeah, because he is Simon Roth's Sicilian messenger boy. <laughs> He delivered the message that his friend in Miami would go along with it. Yeah. So he didn't want Tom knowing that. And he also delivered the message that Hyman Roth always makes money for his partners. <laughs> Mike's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can skip that preamble, please. <laughs> well, Mikey likes hearing that. Cause he Do you think Mikey that. has a... Does his... Does he have like a... Uh, like a motto that ah. that like when when Tom goes to or is it like maybe we get a glimpse of it when <laughs> when Tom is talking to um, uh, Walt. What do you mean? When he says, "Oh, you know, oh, he, Mr. Corleone is my client. Is someone likes to hear bad news immediately? Is that his Hyman Roth always makes money for his partners? Oh, is that I like, like that a thing one. he says that?" That sticks in people's minds. (laughs) I like that one, yeah. I also like, uh, um, ladies and gentlemen, this is Michael Corleone. Just don't tell him you're innocent. (laughs) That would be on his business card. Or just don't tell me you're innocent. Michael Corleone, quote, don't tell me you're innocent. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Corleone. (laughs) Are there any other classic? uh, Oh, oh, we're missing the one right in front of our faces. What? Uh, Michael Corleone. Uh, It's business, not personal. Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Although, I don't know. Remember in the book, he says, it's, oh, Sonny, it's always personal. Which <laughs> I like. Be, that should be his thing. It's yeah. always personal. <laughs> because I feel like anything that was said during GF, during the first part of GF1, are really just veto phrases that Mikey is re. Mm-hmm. It's not until he really takes over that, that, that that's when I think he starts doing his own yeah. phrase. Because yeah. until yeah. then, he's still kind of like the. You know, he wouldn't. He wouldn't have changed the motto while Pop was still there. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. You know, it's Pop's. Uh, Pop's yeah. thing, so dis- disrespectful. So, Vito so. Corleone's business card could you couldn't even fit all the text on it. It's like, <laughs> Overestimate your business partner's ability to keep their friends closer. Is it like McDonald's where every couple of years they just change it and refresh it with a new, oh, a new like yeah. look? You know, Pop, their enemies closer thing. It's just, it's, it's just feeling a little <laughs> <Yeah>. stale. <laughs> How about this one? I'm loving it. Don Don't call on. <laughs> Never let anyone problem. outside the family. No, let's do it. <laughs> He's giving away his best tips. He's like, I, his business card says Vito Corleone. I'll never let you know what I'm thinking. <laughs> I spoil my children. They speak when they should listen. <laughs> he has someone like writing this. down all his phrases so that he can like go at the end of the day. Well, it's a PR firm. They're, they're, yeah. Yeah, they test them in different different like uh, neighborhoods, neighborhood yeah. markets. 
They're behind like the two way glass watching people. Like, what do you think of the phrase? <laughs> what, do you th- what do you think of I believe in America? <laughs> yeah, I figured we throw that one out there. Throw bonus hair of bone. If you say Bonazzini's no con, after all, we're not communists. I mean, it's a funny line, but. Yeah, but come on. <laughs> Um. So, uh, what else I, you got? Well, I like the part where so, um, he says it's because I admire you and I love you, and then he's he's just talking about Fredo and he says uh, Fredo, yeah. he, he's got a good heart, but he's weak and he's stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this is life or death. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. They just call right, call right out, calls him stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's a great line. I mean, he just. I mean, Tom knows. Everybody knows. Oh yeah, no everyone surprise. has to know. You yeah. think like they should show Fredo like standing outside the door? And he's like, because mm, later oh. on he's like, I'm not stupid like everyone says. You know, he oh. he specifically <laughs> says like everyone thinks he's stupid. <laughs> oh, and you know what time it is? What time is it? Time to lower the paywall. Ah, that well, darn paywall. It's not entirely bad news because if people want to hear it, they can go to GodfatherMinute.com/support to hear the very rest of the episode, including. A discussion of sex morons. <laughs> That's right. And it's not what you think. It's not what you think. Uh, Alex, are you a sex moron? Me? No. No.